0: William Eccles from Houston High School in Houston, Mississippi has committed to the Ole Miss Rebels. We tell you all about this commitment. We tell you what the defensive line for Ole Miss can look like in the 2024 class. This is the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast Extra. You are Locked On Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe there, please. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis. This is this extra slash reaction edition of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, and this was a big day for Ole Miss football. Now, Ole Miss got a commitment from William Eccles, and if you look online – Well, we'll just do this first. This was his announcement tweet where he says, First and foremost, I want to thank God for putting me in position that I am in today. I'd also like to thank my mother who has been there with me every step of the way. With that being said, the next three or four years, I will be attending the University of Mississippi. Shark emoji, shark emoji. And that is fantastic. All right. When you look at his profile, he's 6'4", 290 pounds, out of Houston, Mississippi, Houston High School. Um, that is where Chris Jones went through, and we famously talk about how the state of Mississippi is difficult in recruiting because stuff like this can happen, like with Chris Jones. Chris Jones actually did go to that high school. This is a heavy Mississippi State high school. They've been all over this thing. This is where like, Chris Jones, they almost kept him hidden until signing day, whenever he was at Houston and coming out. And then he went to the Mississippi-Alabama game, showed out, went to the Under Armour game after, with an invite after the Mississippi-Alabama game, completely showed out, ended up like the number two player in the country, but came into that Mississippi-Alabama game as like a low-level three-star. Stuff like that can happen in the state of Mississippi. Not saying that is happening here, just letting you know that this is that same high school where that has happened once before. He is rated as an interior offensive lineman currently. He's a mid-level three-star on on three, a mid-level three-star on 247, a low-level three-star on rivals, and he is not ranked on ESPN currently. Now, whenever you look at his offers, had an offer from Ole Miss. He was predicted to go to Ole Miss, and he committed to them, obviously. The second one was Auburn, third Mississippi State. He has an offer from Arkansas, from Louisville, and several other G5 offers as well. It's a good player. He's a really good player. And whenever you look at his film, we're going to break it down um, a little bit next week for anybody paying attention. He has offensive highlights and defensive highlights. Offensively, he looks just like a guard, honestly. He looks just like a guard. A good guard, he probably looks like the best player on that offense and the best player on that defense um, whenever he is on the field. I mean, but when it comes to that special it factor, Whenever you recruit an interior offensive lineman, he's an extremely physical player, likes to pancake people. But you can see why he was rated as a three-star player if they are rating him on that position because he looks like a guard. There's six players in the state of Mississippi that comes out that looks like that. But he has a second highlight of defensive highlights. And I want to talk about this whenever you look up there. You see, his primary recruiter is Randall Joyner, which means Ole Miss has penciled him in as a defensive prospect. Jeremy Garrett, um, defensive lineman. There we go. Defensive prospect. I'm sure Mississippi State did the same thing. I'm sure Arkansas is doing the same thing as well. But whenever you take into account they're doing that, that probably means that highlight that is on the defensive side of the ball is going to take precedent. And whenever you look at that, you see somebody that plays really well with his hands, extremely agile and whenever it's short yardage and towards the goal line he just becomes a problem now some of that is that he's playing mississippi high school football and i realize that there's going to be certain games where he lines up against somebody that is 215 pounds i get that but whenever he lines up to somebody somewhat similar to his range he shows pretty well he is really good at using his hands to get off of a block and go make a play lateral or behind the line of scrimmage. He's, it's not a situation where he's catching tacklers and the running back's gaining four yards in that situation. No, he's he's doing a good job at or behind the line of scrimmage. He's an extremely physical player. His lateral movement is really good. And you can see exactly what Lane Kiffin and Randall Joyner sees in this prospect out of Houston, Mississippi. You see, he sees somebody that can be a good contributor to this defense, period. And when you look at the potential Ole Miss defensive line for 2024, Cameron Beavers, that is a stud defensive tackle. Ole Miss is going to fight to keep him the same way they had to fight to keep Suntarian Perkins last year and Aiden Williams last year. It, it's just expected. And they're going to fight like heck to keep him because Cameron Beavers is going to go down to the end because everybody wants him. No, but he's too good to give up on. And then you have Jeffrey Rush, defensive end. Really, really good football player. He's a dude. And now you add in a William Eccles, and you've got three out of the four defensive line positions kind of taken care of. Eccles is a guy I can see um, gain five to ten pounds, keep his athletic ability, and line up in the middle of the defense. Those guys are going to be so huge for this defense because those are the players that are going to keep people off the linebackers and allow them to kind of move and flow the way that they need to do it. Good pickup for Ole Miss. Now, there are going to be certain people in the comments that are going to look in the rating and just poo-poo it. They just are. That's just the way it is. People do that from time to time. There are certain people that think that unless it's four or five-star Players, there's no sense talking about. And when a player makes it as a three star, that's the outlier, that's the exception, that is not the rule. And that's fine, they, 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 can think, <clears throat> they can think all of that. But, one of these three stars is going to pop. Just is, I guarantee that. You can take that to the bank. Now, I couldn't tell you which one it is. I couldn't have told you before 2013 or whatever that either um that Evan Ingram and Mike Hilton was going to be the dudes of that class that included um Robert Kim and Um Laquan Treadwell. Now Laramie Tunsell, he's another animal, he's a space alien, but Tunsell, Hilton, and Ingram, you could have gave me a hundred guesses to try and guess those three players popping out of that class. And I just wouldn't have done it but somebody is going to pop in this one and i do think we are reaching the point where we're waiting for logs that are currently in the fire to go ahead and pop okay i do think there's a chance that dylan hip could pop i do think there's a chance maurice davis could pop but after that you try to think and you look around it's like where are the players that we need to pay attention to. At that point, I think we're big game hunting. You're putting all your eggs in the Cam Franklin basket at that point. You're trying to find a Caleb Odom situation to get him to your campus. If you do that, and you land one of these big fish, this is already, it's shaping up to be somewhere in the, around the top 15 class. If you... Get anybody, And if you have a good close, there's even a chance you could get closer to top 10. And that's weaving with all of these three stars, because I hate to break it to everybody. There were plenty of three stars in the 2016 class that finished like fourth in the country and the 2013 class that finished like fifth. It, it just was. So we'll see exactly which of these players pop. We'll see exactly how Ole Miss handles the transfer portal moving forward especially once this fall happens and we're getting ready for the 2024 season. We have to see exactly how we're going to deal with that. We We need to look at market forces and how they're going to affect things. I think Ole Miss was rated as a top 10 ambitious collective nationally by On3, ahead of places like Georgia and Alabama. Texas Tech, not as high as the A&M one and not as high as the Texas one, not as high as the Tennessee one. But being number nine on that list lets you know that we weren't blowing smoke whenever we were talking about this collective. Now, I do have questions. We should. I mean, we're donating money to the collective. We we Everybody should have questions. And one of the questions that we're going to have to hit is like, hey, does Ole Miss benefit more by being a 70% football, 30% basketball-type collective as opposed to 10% on all the sports on campus. I I do not know. We're going to wait and see exactly what happens. But I think in the future, they're going to have to move some money around. That's what I think is going to need to happen. But we'll see as well. Anyway, William Eccles committed to Ole Miss. Like I said, I like him as a defensive lineman. His huddle highlights, Um, there's an offensive one, there's a defensive one. The offensive one's fine. You can tell he's the best athlete on the field for Houston High School. But the defensive one and what he does on the defensive side of the ball is what's going to make him special. And if you look at his primary recruiters from Auburn and Ole Miss, they absolutely fit that bill. Good pickup for the Ole Miss Rebels. We'll see, again, with commitments, um, celebrate them. You'd rather have them than not have them, but there's no sense crowing about them because there's still a long way to go until signing day. Anyway, thank you very much for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out Locked On SEC. Chris Gordy does a fantastic job talking about all things SEC on that podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hope everybody has a good 4th of July weekend. Wanted to throw this video in there, even though I said you weren't going to have another one this weekend, to talk about the commitment that Ole Miss just received. I will see you on Monday. Should be a lot of fun. Hope everybody has a good 4th of July weekend. And, of course, Hottie totty.